Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, coming at you with our first podcast of the beautiful month of June 2022. Hope everybody had a great long Memorial Day weekend, and it's finally starting to get nice outside. We're taping this on Thursday this week, and it's not exactly beautiful out there, but the good weather is coming for the weekend, and certainly we've had plenty of stretches of good days for folks to get out on the beach and get out on the boat since the Memorial Day holiday weekend. This podcast is going to be one of our fishing report podcasts. Hope everybody enjoys it. We're going to start off with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. We're then going to be joined by a first-time guest, Joe Magniafico from down behind the counter at the Goose Hummock Shop. And last but not least, our good buddy Bruno Demir from down at Capon Islands Mitsubishi. So without further delay, let's dive right into today's program. Well, first up on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, as always, is MFCC founder and creator, Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you on this soggy Thursday as we tape? Doing pretty well, Kevin. I've had a nice week despite the rain, and you know, we need the rain, so I never get upset when it's raining. Yeah, we got some inclement weather moving through the area, but it should shake out of here before the weekend, so hopefully folks can get back outside. Ryan, it's been a couple weeks since we've had the pleasure of catching up. Want to start off with what you've been doing over the last week to 10 days or so. I understand you've had some luck fly fishing. I have, and actually all this spring I've been doing more uh, fly fishing for stripers than spinning rod fishing for stripers. And over the past week here I've been poking around Cape Cod Bay, checking out some Boulder fields and I found on Google Earth and I've actually been wearing my wetsuit swimming out to some of these rocks and fly fishing from the boulder and it's given me a great vantage point as you can imagine standing on top looking down into the water and especially with the fly rod with my limited casting skills it really helps me get out there a bit further and reach fish that I wouldn't otherwise have a chance of reaching and I haven't caught anything big Kevin but I have seen a few fish in the lower 30-inch range, which would be terrific and a lot of fun to hook on the fly rod. Now, looking over at the website, you've got a post on mackerel that just went up. I believe it was yesterday morning the mackerel post went up, and that's something that you and I kind of have been doing since we were little kids fishing for mackerel here off Cape Cod. Yes, mackerel fishing is a lot of fun, and if you're listening to this podcast and If you're new to fishing or if you have some people that you want to introduce to fishing, if you can get them on a mackerel bite, I think it's kind of an overlooked, fun experience. Actually, when I was doing more charters, when I was getting my fishing Cape Cod started, we'd oftentimes go out and catch mackerel for bait. And a lot of times the people enjoyed catching the mackerel just as much as they enjoyed live lining the mackerel for stripers. So this is something that You can do right now, usually this time of year in Cape Cod Bay, but also off the Outer Cape, off P-Town. You don't really get them too much in Buzzards Bay or in the Sounds, but it's a great option for 
catching live bait for stripers, but it's also a lot of fun. And, Kevin, I don't know if you've ever eaten mackerel, but they're pretty good. Yeah, I've tried one before. Not exactly my cup of tea. I know there's a variety of ways to prepare them. I know some folks smoke them uh, and have had good luck with that. I have a good friend from nursery school that actually makes jerky out of them. So there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. Oh, that's really cool. I might have to get that recipe for the jerky. But for anybody who's listening who wants to give them a try, what I've done and had success with in the past is as soon as I catch the mackerel, I gut them, I bleed them, bury them in ice. And then when I get home, I just cut three or four slits in each side of the fish, put a little olive oil, salt, and pepper, just put them right on the grill. And once they get charred, take them off and just pick at them with a fork. And like you said, Kevin, it's not for everybody. If, if you're not into a fishy kind of fish, which mackerel are, then you might not enjoy it. But give it a try. Take a couple home. Give it a shot. You might be surprised. Ryan, I know you wanted to take a, a quick moment here to congratulate. We had a giveaway winner. We had a Joe Bag Sandeel giveaway winner. Why don't you tell the folks who were lucky enough to win that? Sure. Kevin Tuhi, who's been a member of my fishing Cape Cod for two years, he won that giveaway, so he's got to go home with a bunch of Joe Bag Sandeels, which are terrific imitation, especially here on Cape Cod during the summer when Sandeels are a predominant bait. So these should work very well off the outer Cape beaches throughout the summer. So congrats to Kevin. And also our previous giveaway was for a swimming striper painting and Leslie Kalinowski, who's extremely lucky in these giveaways. She's won a couple over the years. She won the painting and I'm going to get another giveaway going very soon. So if you're listening to this, head on over to myfishingcapecon.com. You'll probably see another giveaway live on the site. Ryan, also scrolling around, cruising around on the site, I know you had a post here uh, from June the 4th, and we've got a lot of top catches highlighted with all the different species of fish that are being targeted right now off Cape Cod. Uh, This is a pretty awesome post, and I think what it highlights is something that you and I talked about back in our May podcast, just how diverse you know, the biomass of fish is here in the water off Cape Cod and just how many different species you can have fun targeting. Absolutely. You know, from winter flounder, we had a great post actually go up on the blog this past week from longtime member Charlie Lewis about targeting winter flounder to catching scup from shore to, of course, surf casting for stripers. One of the members, Kevin, you might see in that report that you're alluding to, has been absolutely hammering big fish so far this June, catching quite a few fish over 40 inches. I think his name is John Keach. I could be mistaken about that. But he's been doing extremely well. So that really, that's the beauty of the community because, you know, you and I can only record so many podcasts. I can only personally create so many videos and articles. But inside the forum, almost every single hour, there's some sort of update being shared for some sort of species of fish, whether it's chasing bluefish off of Dennis or fishing off Monomoy in the rips. There's just a lot of updates being shared. I can't thank the members enough. And the post that you're alluding to was written by Tim Donnelly, and it just summarized some of the top catches that have been shared in the forum 
Are you looking at that right now, Kevin? Is there anything that stands out? Yeah, I, I just wanted to give John, as you mentioned, John Keach, a, a shout-out. He, he's got a couple of tremendous pictures here, uh, just absolute slobs. And what's nice to see is these bass look like they are very well nourished. They've been eating very well, huge bellies on these fish. And also bopping around, another thing that stood out to me is you mentioned scup, Ryan. It's a... I think underappreciated fish. I know our good buddy Bruno Demir is a big fan of scup fishing with his children. Uh, they're a byproduct in a lot of ways when you're out there catching uh, sea bass in Buzzards Bay, for example. You'll have a lot of scup mixed in, especially if you're using baited jigs with squid. In uh, MFCC member David Hogginson uh, has some great scup catches here and some amazing uh, culinary exploits as well. He gives us a few shots of what he did with the scup after bringing them home and, and how he prepared them. So shout out to, to David as well for kind of giving a shout out to, you know, that species of fish that doesn't get a ton of love. Everybody's about sea bass this time of year, it seems, but scup are another great fish that you can target and have a great day, especially with young people on your boat. Absolutely. And it's all about, you know, I don't want to be cliche here, but you know, the Cape Cod summer lifestyle, going out fishing, catching a couple fish, bringing it home, sharing it with your family, spending time on the beach, picking up trash on the beach while you're fishing. Just like, it's just part of all that. And if, if you're hung up on just targeting one species of fish, there's nothing wrong with that. I did it for years with stripers, but I know I talk about it a lot, but over the past few years here, I've just discovered so much else from cohogging, which I did a couple weeks ago, to all these other species that Cape Cod has to offer. It really is just a, a very unique lifestyle that we have the fortunate ability to tap into here if we want to. So, yes, thanks for all the members sharing the reports, and let's keep them coming. Yeah, just finishing up on our thought on this post, too, there are decent-sized bluefish around as well. That's another species we don't spend a ton of time on. But definitely another species that, if prepared the right way, is good eaten and, and can also be used for bait for a variety of other fish. Uh, Billy Mitchell, we've got some really nice gator blue pictures here. It's good to see those fish around as well, too, Ryan. Yes, I've heard of some big bluefish being caught in Upper Buzzards Bay and also some big bluefish off the south side, a couple miles off of Harwich, feeding on some large schools of pogies that have been reported over the past week. So very good to see. Now, moving on with our conversation today, let's talk about what you've got coming up on the horizon. There's not much cooking today with the weather, uh, the really dense fog actually at the moment out over Cape Cod Bay as this front and these storms move through the area. But what's on the horizon for you fishing-wise once this weather gets out of here? Well, this weekend we have a couple of group trips for strengthens with Captain Cullen, so I'm looking forward to meeting up with some people from my fishing Cape Cod. Looking forward to that. Later in the month, we're going to be doing some tuna fishing for school tuna. I haven't been out for tuna yet, Kevin, but I'm hearing some rumors that they're around. And the idea for those trips is to troll spreader bars south of the vineyard later this month and tap into that fishery. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. And then in early July, I got an invite to go harpooning for tuna. And that will be really interesting. I'm Looking forward to hopefully getting the drone up and getting some shots of giant bluefin tunas 
as they're cruising just beneath the surface, and we'll be sneaking up on them with a pulpit, you know, one of those boats that has the long pulpit off the bow, and hopefully I'll be capturing some video of that experience, harpooning giants, so I'm really looking forward to that. And besides that, I'll probably continue doing some fly fishing for stripers, maybe do some more shell fishing, recreational lobstering, and whatever else comes up. Yeah, you and I have to get a date on the calendar, too, to go shell fishing. Uh, that's something that we've done a lot of fishing together as cousins over the last 36 years of our life. But that's one thing that we both do independently, but we haven't done together. So we got to get a date on the calendar for that. Yes, and I know you have some spots where you actually pick up sea worms. Yep. So I'm interested in doing that, too. All right, my friend, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to check in with us on this edition of the podcast. Got a great loaded show in store for everybody today. So thanks for taking the time, Ryan, and hopefully catch up with you in the next couple of weeks. Sounds good, Kevin. Tight lines and take care. Well, we thank Ryan for his time on this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, and we're going to move on to guest number two of today's program, and that is Joe Magniafico from Down Behind the Counter at the beautiful Goose Hummock Shop in Orleans, Massachusetts. Joe How's it been going out there? I know there's still a lot of folks doing a little bit of both, freshwater and saltwater fishing. Freshwater and saltwater fishing is on fire right now. People are getting a lot of smallmouth and largemouth bass in the ponds. Um, still catching trout, too. It's not too hot for them yet. Um, but a lot of people are, are getting, like Ian especially, is getting smallmouth on the fly, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and uh, as far as saltwater goes, still Cape Cod Bay is, is uh, where the biggest fish are at. And... Uh, from the, as far as the inshore stuff goes, and uh, a lot of people getting fish on top water, which has been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, as far as uh, sound side and uh, bottom fishing goes, black sea bass. Phil just went out the other day, got a bunch of black sea bass. I haven't heard anything about tuna yet. And the Nantucket sounds, there's a lot of big bluefish as well. Um, if you go, you know, everywhere in the Nantucket Sound, from um, you know Chatham, Harwich, all the way to Catuit. Um, surf casting for bluefish is awesome there. Talking about sea bass, I've been watching Phil, uh, you know, on the Instagram for the Goose Hummock, and they've been having a great time with sea bass. What are some of the jigs that have been working well for them in, in the spots they're going? Um, they've been using a lot of diamond jigs and, um, you know, bottom, uh, just, you know, sea bass, sea bass rigs with squid on them. It's just a, it's kind of a, a go-to. And in general, you know, where have those guys been kind of targeting these sea bass over in Buzzards Bay in general, or where have they been heading? Uh, Phil did not go to Buzzards Bay, but there, I mean, there's sea bass, especially all over the sound right now. They're, uh, you know, the Nantucket Sound, if you go, uh, just off of Herring River, there's a, there's a lot of them. Um, find rocky piles out there. Now, talking about stripers a little bit, Joe, I know some bigger fish have moved in the area. You mentioned there's some big fish inside Cape Cod Bay. I've seen some photos yeah. from some members there. Uh, but talking a little bit about kind of the south-facing beaches in in the backside beaches uh have those started to kind of produce yet or are we still a little too early in the season i've heard some i've heard it's it's hot and cold for the backside but when it's hot it's been it's been really good um not not a lot of like giants and 40 inchers being caught out there but there's definitely a lot of slot fish got it so um yeah the nighttime bite isn't really like getting going yet but um yeah there's there's a lot of slot fish in there 
And in terms of the fly guys, I know, you know, Monomoy is a good fly location. Obviously, the Brewster Flats. I know the Goose Hummock offers a ton for the fly fishermen. What have been some of the hot flies that have been going for stripers in, in the shop? Um, at Monomoy, it's been uh, big squid, big squid flies. So the biggest thing you can throw is what you, is what you want to throw. Um, on the flats, crabs and shrimp and sand eel. I'm, I get a lot of smaller fish on sand eels, like, um, you know, just schoolies. But um, a lot of the bigger fish are being caught on crustaceans, so bigger crab flies, sh bigger shrimp flies, um, squimps, a lot of people call them. Really, my neck of the wood, that's kind of what I do most of is, is fly fish in the bay. Well, that's awesome. That's something I don't have a ton of experience, but I've heard uh, we just had Ryan on before you, Joe, and he's been fly fishing more than he's been fishing on the spin and having a tremendous uh, amount of success catching tons of fish inside the bay so it seems like you know at least early in the season the striper population and i'll say the quality or the class of fish is a little bit better this year than it has been yeah. in the past five years would you agree yep no i would agree yeah that's what i've heard quality's uh quality's definitely definitely gone up this year and how about bluefish let's just talk real quick about them before i let you go can you give us a, a quick minute on bluefish kind of where they are because i've been seeing some reports on the on the blog of some real big gator blues being taken yeah so um all it's all pretty much nantucket sound right now but um if you a lot of guys are getting them just on like tsunami talking poppers big big topwater stuff that pushes a lot of water because that's what they want they just want they just want commotion and um but yeah i've i've heard that bluefish are especially big this this time of year and have you heard of any bass mixed in with them? I know that sometimes can happen, or are these guys just kind of schooling yeah, on their yeah. own? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely schoolies missing with the stripers mixed in with the bass. Um, but for the most part, like, I think a lot, a lot of the fish shot the canal, and they're in the bay, uh, a lot of the stripers anyway. So um, that's, where, that's where most people are fishing right now. All right, Joe, before I let you go, can you talk a little bit about the goose? Uh, we're through the Memorial Day holiday. Uh, what's been going good in the store, and can you give us some updated store hours? Absolutely. So we are full-on in summer mode. We got all of our clothing stocked up, all of our rods and gear. We have a huge amount of inventory, more than we've ever had. Um, and uh, we have tons of all the popular Shimano reels, Saragossa, Stratix, um, and, uh, but yeah, so we switched to our summer hours now. So our hours are now eight to, uh, six. Um, that's except for Sunday, they're eight to four, but every other day is eight to six. All right, Joe, thanks so much for your time on today's podcast. It was great to have you on the show and hopefully we catch up with you later in the summer. Thanks very much. Enjoy talking to you. Well, next up on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy, Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi and Bruno, how are you on this dreary Thursday? I'm doing great, Kevin. Uh, just trying to stay dry, man. This this rain is not fun. What is going on? Yeah, it hasn't been great today and even some yesterday, Bruno. But we have had, you know, since our last podcast, some stretches of really quality weather. And I'm, I'm hoping you've had a chance to get out on the Gaviota the last couple of weeks since we've caught up. Yes. Um, you know, since Wednesday of last week, I was on the water for... I want to say six days. I mean, that weather stretch was amazing last week into Monday. So, um, yeah, I spent plenty of time on the water out there, and we uh, targeted multiple different species, and uh, the freezer is pretty full right now. 
So let's start with sea bass. I know that's been a popular, you know, targeted species, Bruno. Give us a, a quick update on how you've been doing with sea bass. We're doing good on, um, I went sea bass fishing on, let's see here, on Friday and Saturday. And um, I on Friday, I took out my youngest son's best friend and father. And Saturday, I took my oldest son's best friend and father. Um, so it was a nice little father and son trip and uh, Friday and Saturday. And Friday, <clears throat> we waited for the max flow tide. We worked the uh, North Channel inside um, uh, Nantucket Sound. And uh, we did really well, limited out on sea bass. Um, we did have a surprise where... Um, my son hooked into a fish that just took off on him. And uh, I could tell right away what it was. And he, he fought the fish and got it to the boat. And we picked up a 24-inch um, big gator bluefish while fishing for sea bass. So uh, that was a surprise guest. And uh, luckily, Cousin Eddie's um, uh, black sea bass rigs that we were using uh, held up and we were able to land that big bluefish. So it's good to know that there's some big blues in the sound. Those of you who want to get a, you know, a tight line in there. Um, and we, uh, we got a good amount of sea bass. From, we got some bluefish and we started trolling back uh, to the docks and we, we, uh, we had a lot of fun trolling for bluefish and the kids were uh, catching bluefish and we're throwing them back and, uh, always a fun time for them. And then um, on Saturday, we went out there again. We got our good amount of sea bass. And um, again, we, we, we hooked into one bluefish. Um, so it was a great kid's trip. You know, sea bass, I got to tell you, if, if you were to get a kid hooked on fishing, there isn't a better fishery than the black sea bass here on the Cape. I've been itching to get back out. I've only gone once this season. I was fortunate to limit out, but I've been literally just looking at the forum, Bruno, jonesing to get back out there and get on the sea bass. Well, next time I go back out, I'll, I'll give you a heads up and you're welcome to hop on anytime you want. But I mean, for, for kids to be able to drop that rig down in just about every drop, someone's catching something, mm. you know, and, um, typically, you know, you're trolling or you're waiting around and you might lose a kid's attention there, but with sea bats, it's just nonstop action and, and they love it. And you can really get a kid hooked on fishing when you take them out for sea bass. And, um, you know, we threw all the females back. We concentrated on trying to get males in the 18 to 22 inch range which we did um so that was a great trip great trip with the kids on friday and saturday well that sounds awesome bruno and you mentioned some bluefish mixed in which are a great fighting fish and i've been seeing some great pictures in the mfcc forum of guys getting in to big blues but another species i wanted to ask you about that i know is near and dear to your heart are fluke oh yes Yes, my my beautiful fluke. The fluke trips I've done so far, I've done two trips. This time of the year, the fluke are about 10 miles south of Nantucket. So you got to go pretty far for them. I was lucky enough 
to jump on uh, a, a buddy of mine's boat that's a quicker boat, Santa Console, and we got down there pretty quick. And we took two trips. Um, we limited it out on five people. Um, the biggest one was a 28-inch fluke. On the second trip, the biggest one was 27. They were all pretty much, you know, 20 to 24 inch fish. Um, it was it was it was great fluke fishing. It's still going on, and that fluke fishing down <clears throat> Nantucket will be around probably until I want to say the 25th or so, and then after that. Uh, you'll start seeing more and more dogfish showing up there. But the fluke fluke uh, fishery was awesome. 90% of the fluke we caught was on the fluke spoons that Eddie sells. Um, we used all sorts of bait. We used fluke bellies, which, um, which we, you know, we, usually when we catch fluke, we save the belly side to use for bait on the next trip. So we use some fluke bellies that produce well. We use some sparing that produced well. Uh, we had some local caught squid from this season that also did well for us. And, um, and yeah, it was an awesome fluke trip. Um, on the second trip, actually, Danny from the Goose Hummock came along. And Danny was excited because Danny loves fluke. And, uh, yeah. We had a great trip, great time, and uh, the fluke fishing down there is hot right now, red hot. Bruno, what have you been hearing or seeing, you know, striper-wise? I've heard some reports that, you know, Monomoy's starting to show some life, produce some fish in the rips. What have you been hearing? The, the bite, you got to pay attention to the tides because if you go when the tide's not flowing, it, it, you would think it's a graveyard, but as soon as that tide turns and you get the tides right, uh, as a matter of fact, on Saturday, before we uh, went out for sea bass and the sound, we uh, took a little trip right through Monopoy, and we got five striper back-to-back. Every single one was either a slot fish or over. Um, I also see a lot of big striper in P-Town. P-Town hasn't seen striper, good amount of striper. You know, I remember... There was a time where I would go to P-Town and live line mackerel for big striper. And it was almost every year around this time of the year. And that stopped for about four to five years. And now the striper are back in P-Town. There's some really big striper right inside Cape Cod Bay. Um, uh, there's, there's some awesome striper fishing in Buzzers Bay. So um, I want to say... And I hope I, I hope this is the reason, but I, I want to say that some of the things that we've been doing where we've limited the fish to a slot fish and uh, taken out the, um, the well, we're, now we're using circle hooks for live baiting and, and some of the changes that we made, hopefully this fishery is coming back because um, Striper is probably the most important fishery on Cape Cod for our tourism and for our tackle shops and for our charter captains. It's it's a big part of our local economy here. So to see the striper bite coming back and these fish getting um, to a size where where you know we feel that they're you know healthy again, 
it's exciting to see. But the striper bite is on. Get out there and uh, get one for yourself because it's red hot right now. And what's been going on down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, Bruno? I know you guys had some R&R, you know, during Memorial Day weekend. You let the staff have a couple of days off. But now we're into June. We're kind of into the heat of the peak season, you know, for people down Cape. What's been hot down at the dealership? Well, I'll tell you one of the things we did is we finally finished our monster truck. We've been building a monster truck for two years now. And... um Our monster truck is finally complete, and we're going to be shooting some commercials as we start running over cars, so you can keep an eye out for some entertainment. And, uh, of course, the new Mitsubishi Outlander, like I said before, is red hot right now. Um, It's gone to the point where we're selling them before they even show up. We have one here for people to test drive and check out, and then they can put in the order and They'll have the vehicle in two to three weeks. Well, my man, that sounds very promising. It's good to hear that you're able to get some inventory, get some stock. I know things have been kind of difficult in the world, right, and especially in the automotive industry. So glad you guys are doing well down there. Sure. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, it was awesome catching up with you, Bruno. I'm very jealous that you've been out on the water to the degree you have the last week, (laughs) and I hope you know, that continues throughout the season. I I think one of my favorite things about our chats is hearing about all the different people that you have on that boat, whether it's your family, your friends, your cousins, you know, other members from MFCC. I think it's awesome that you're able to kind of bring that, you know, the fishing community together the way that you do on the deck of the Gaviota. I think it's a great thing. Well, we're lucky enough to be able to do what we do and it's always good to uh, let everyone else enjoy it and experience it because, uh, you know, not everyone gets to go fishing on a boat, you know. So uh, whatever we can do to get people involved and, and see how great it really is to be on the Cape. All right, Bruno, thank you for checking in with us on this busy day for you. Really appreciate your time, and we'll catch up with you in another couple of weeks. Thanks, Kevin. Tight lines, everyone. Good luck. Thanks, as always, to Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi for joining us on today's podcast and for all he does for the MFCC community. want to take a moment to thank all of our guests, starting with MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins, Joe Mangiafico from Down Behind the Counter at the Goose Hummock Shop, and last but not least, our good buddy and proud MFCC member Bruno Demir. And that's going to put the wraps on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. So until we have the pleasure of chatting again, this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. Tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.